And we are back for week six of the podcast. The GNT Hour is back this week to help get you through lockdown, aren't we, Biggin? That is me, the big GT, um, Sasquatch, um, okay, the big G, um, yeah, amongst many going other by all uh, the aliases names, here today. Um, so, yeah, that I go so by aliases. He doesn't know. I'm Gil, he's George, and we are here today to get you through or to help get you through the remainder of this lockdown because hopefully. We're on the final stretch. Yeah, I mean, this is what lockdown 3.0. Um, I think probably everyone's a bit sick of it. Hopefully, it's going to end in February, March time. So you know, um, you know, let's let's keep up beat. We've not got long to go. Obviously, with the vaccine coming along, hopefully, um, you know, that can spread some good news. Hopefully, we can get back to. Yeah, I would I say normality. Know. I feel like call it normality. I feel now? like normality is what we're living at the moment. Like. Anything other than what we're doing right now, which is not going out, not really seeing anyone, is going to feel strange for the first, I don't know, few months or so. But hopefully when the world starts going back to normal, you know, I imagine it's going to be gradual. Hopefully we're going to get a summer this summer. Hopefully, you know, um, I think it's sort of like a goal or something that you, people are going to be like thinking of and looking forward to summer. Because if, if all's well, you know, even if, even if we're still in some kind of restrictions, at least in the summer, you've got the good weather to keep you going. I think that's what saved a lot of people first time around in lockdown. You know, people were sitting in their garden and reading or listening to music or doing stuff outside in their kind of like local area. And because it was sunny, it naturally kept you upbeat. But now, you know, it's dark and a bit dreary and a bit cold. The tendency is for people to, uh, you know, people to not have those same positive uh, affirmations that people would have had before but we are here we're gonna give you the top tips we're gonna let you know what we've been doing and we're gonna let you know what some of our listeners have messaged into us telling us they're doing so if you responded to our poll we want to thank you very much there was a there was a few responses from the, uh some of the best listeners you know i don't want to don't wanna call anyone out but if you respond you're obviously a top listener because you're giving us engagement and we love that so thank you for everyone for responding thanks for everyone for listening the last few weeks of People have shown such good support. So, uh, yeah, let's get into it this week, Biggin. Yeah, absolutely. So, Gil, what would sort of be, what would you, what have you found the strangest thing about lockdown? Is it sort of, you know, not being able to go out, sort of like giving handshakes? You know, is, what, what have you found that's like weird about this? Do you know, for me, I feel like it's, um, I don't know, if it, it feels at this like third time around, like, it just feels a bit too normal, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. I, I am a very social person. I like to keep myself very busy. But because I haven't been, like, working, I haven't been doing stuff recently, it just feels, like, very foreign kind of thing. Like, I hate not being busy. That's one of the things I like. I've always, like, kept myself entertained, kept myself busy. Like, I've always been doing stuff. I've always had stuff to do. And that's why, for, for me, and I know for you, like, starting up this podcast and getting this going has been like giving me some kind of routine i think the routineness and the like not being as busy as i was before have been some of the things i've been struggling with what about you yeah i think exactly the same it's that finding that routine because you know obviously we're sort of fresh out of um like universities you know obviously we've been to school so we're used to structuring routine you know going off to work and stuff so yeah i definitely think that's been weird but generally for me it's just genuine like just genuine uh, social interaction. Um, 
as people may or may not know, I live in quite a rural area. Um, so sort of, you know, I try and do sort of like my daily allowance of exercise that I'm allowed to do, like go out for my walk and stuff. But it's weird coming face to face with people, you know, when you're out on the walk, because usually you're saying, you know, good morning, good afternoon, how are you and stuff like that. But now it's people are very much head down. Um, and it's weird when you approach someone, it's kind of like, you know, when it's awkward, when you approach someone, you kind of do like that little dance to kind of get out of the way and you both end up going the same way. And it just is a bit of a mess. It's very deliberate now that people are walking towards each other and just diverting, you know, trying to get the two meters. So that for me is a bit strange to see that sort of in, um, in a social context. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I, so I, I have some kind of routine every Tuesday I go and walk my nan's dog because she's not doing as well at the minute. So, you know, she likes to have someone come around and, and take her dog for a walk kind of thing. And you see the people crossing over the roads that see you like a hundred yards up and you see the awkward, like getting out the way people like walking up the drives, like kind of get out the way of people. It's such a weird thing. Cause whereas before I think there would have been like a mutual, like, hello, how are you? Like kind of thing. Or there would have been, that somewhat interaction now is very much like our oh, steer clear kind of thing. But steering it onto a positive note, I will say that one thing that I think has greatly benefited, not just me, but the I think a lot of the wider population is a lot of people have taken this opportunity to get more into their like fitness, getting outside a bit more, staying fit. I think some people before the pandemic started or kicked in would have not gone out of their way to go on a walk each day or go outside or go on a run or go on a cycle or do one bit of exercise. But with all this added time that people have got in the day, not having to commute, not having to go to work, not having to do anything in particular, I think some people have really taken this challenge to, you know, appreciate what's around them a lot more. I know around by me, there's lots of places that I had never really like been before that I've kind of almost discovered you know we uh i'm very fortunate in where i live that there's a lot of really nice places around by me so i can literally walk from where i am to hampton court palace and i can walk around to like bushy park and richmond park is right around the corner from me so i'm really lucky that i've got like amazing outdoor spaces that i haven't not to make made the most of before but now when we've been in this lockdown i've been able to kind of fully appreciate them i'd say yeah, definitely. I mean, do you think that's sort of something that, you know, if people haven't done and they're kind of feeling a bit a bit lost in it, would you say, you know, as much as you can, sort of go out and explore places that are possibly around your local area that you may have never been before, obviously following government guidelines and everything, but do you think that's what people should do now? Sort of as a tip for people, you know, just get out there, be more active um, and try and sort of find places that you wouldn't normally go in sort of your local area? Yeah, 100%. I think especially doing different ones each week or going to different places or doing different kind of walks, you know, one one week you might go around this certain area. So like it can it can be like little things as one week you turn left out the end of your road and then the next week you turn right out the end of your road. Do you know what I mean? Just giving it some kind of switch up, I think is like a good way to just get out and clear your mind. I think even if you can do like one one piece of exercise or get out once a day kind of thing, stop you being almost like feeling like you're like locked up inside all day. I think just getting outside and, and having that fresh air, you know, having the 
time to think i really use it as like a time where i like either i'll listen to some music or i'll listen to a podcast or something like that i mean shameless plug you can listen to the gnc hour on your beautiful walk i mean i mean can you think of anything better than going on a nice walk and listening to the gnc hour i mean i i can't so but yeah no i definitely think you're on the right lines there gil you know getting outside because you know, people will be struggling with their mental health. Absolutely. You know, it's a tough time. It's ab- completely abnormal. So I think, you know, getting outside, and I found that, um, you know, I really sort of got into my exercise and sort of going out for a walk because I know that if I'm doing that, then it's all, it's not only giving me, you know, my, my body's getting healthy again. It's then sort of, you know, rejuvenating my mind and sort of, healthy sort of getting there you know it's getting a you know it's a lot healthier than what it was pre-lockdown so I think you know definitely you know if you can if you are fortunate enough to know you know get out and sort of you know get your daily walking I think that's a bonus and you it's a restart where I can slow down evaluate everything and then find out what I want and sort of how I can get there and you know areas to work on yourself and I think going out um you know having a walk is one of those great ways that you can just switch off from everything and just be with yourself um and you know it's i think it's a i think it's a great thing to do just get out for your daily exercise yeah 100 percent. whether it's with like i don't know a sibling or a parent or even like you say on your own i think it's just good to get out of the house and do something i would say one thing i benefited a lot from was sort of challenging myself to compete against myself if that makes sense um I got really into running and my competition would be me like I'd go out each day and I'd try and get a better time or I'd challenge myself to do to go out four times one week and then the next week I'd challenge myself to go out five times and then the next week I'd challenge myself to go out six times or I'd challenge myself to do that extra kilometer that I did that I didn't do the day before or you know I wanted to get a quicker time over like a certain distance or whatever I mean I think that competition even if you're not like a natural naturally really competitive person i think that competition you can get with yourself or even if you challenge a friend you know can really drive you to just improve yourself and have something to focus on i feel like people now at the moment need something to just focus themselves on you know like some kind of goal or something to look forward to because i feel like at the minute there isn't really that like beacon of hope for some people that you know maybe before you might have had oh, I'm really looking forward to my summer holiday or, oh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this Easter holiday or I'm really looking forward to this specific date. At the moment, because everything's a bit up in the air, you don't really have that target. So just give yourself short-term targets, you know, go out once a week for a run, go out twice a week for a run. It doesn't have to be do half marathon by the end of it. It doesn't have to be these massive goals. It can literally be, I want to do five days in a row of running or I want to do three days in a row of, you know, of walks. Or I want to do, you know, a three cycles or I want to cycle to this specific place or you know just give yourself these little goals I think is something that will keep you more focused on something ahead of or something down the line that I think can really improve your mental health I couldn't agree more I think goal setting would be my number one tip for surviving lockdown I think you know like Gil said it can be exercise but not necessarily exercise you know you can be creative I mean you know, we set up this podcast, didn't we, Gil? You know, because it was lockdown. We had, to be honest, we have really had nothing better to do. We were just, you know, sitting there and we decided, well, let's get creative. So definitely, definitely goal set, whether it's exercise, creative, you want to try a new food, you want to read a new book, goal set. 
because then you're looking forward to something. You have something in your mind that you are that you can push towards, that you can progress to. And I'm not going to lie, it feels bloody amazing when you do because you've, you've got that sense of achievement, which, which I think is fantastic. But I think definitely people have, you know, have really started to appreciate things. Um, and yeah, like I said, number one tip, goal set. Couldn't agree more, Biggin. All right, then let's take it back then. So what have you been keeping yourself occupied doing this lockdown other than the podcast with me, other than going on your walks? What's been one of the, one of the big things for you? Um, I think, well, I'm quite a big reader, nerd like that. So I, you know, love books. So what I'm trying to do now is I'm trying to, you know, read at least a chapter a day. Um, obviously, sometimes I hit it, but and obviously sometimes I don't. Uh, sort of, you know, reading a book, finding things that I wouldn't necessarily, to be quite honest with you, you know, trying to you know, broaden my literature horizons um, and just find something that intrigues me, that engages me. Because I think, and I think you'll agree with me with this, Gil. You know, the television's been awful. You know, there's nothing on. It's the same stuff. Um, so that's really been a bummer, I think, for most people. But yeah, I've sort of been looking more towards books. Um, I'm on this new diet, which is great, that my cousin put me on. Um, which has really helped me focus, again, my physical health, um, which has been fantastic. And I'm quite lucky that, you know, I'm still on that university scene, so I've still got that going for me, which, you know, I'm enjoying getting my teeth stuck into. So, and also sports as well. I think, you know, not being able to go out and play sports that I would normally do this time of year and sort of in the summer, it's been it's been nice just to sort of have that on TV. You know, schedules, fixtures coming thick and fast. That's really sort of been a it's been a godsend and a lifeline that I can actually watch something normal that would you know that would happen, you know, pre twenty nineteen. I guess. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I can't agree more. Um, I think it's funny, isn't it? Like, I went through a stage of reading right at the beginning when the sun was out. You know, I read a couple of books in the first kind of month of lockdown and I was like, oh, yeah, getting really into it. But, you know, I kind of had didn't find that next book that was engaging me enough. So I'd say one of the things that you could potentially do is speak to your friends, you know, people who obviously have similar interests to you that you've been friendly with for a while. If they've read anything, you know, what would they recommend? Um you know, and that can also double up as reaching out to a friend and just speaking to them. Because I know people at the moment, regardless of it of it being like a fault or not you know people haven't been speaking to their friends as much because quite frankly there isn't as much to talk about you know I mean a lot of the times when you speak to your friends it's been like a month or so because you've been busy and you have not really been thinking about it and then you can kind of inundate them with everything that's been going on in your life but like at the moment for a lot of people you know it'll be catching up with your friend in a month's time and realistically it's kind of same old same old having the same conversation oh I can't wait to do this oh it's so rubbish at the moment i'm just doing this i'm the same as last time kind of thing but maybe if you bring up something different you know something that you may not have spoken about before or oh, random question but have you got any book recommendations i've just been thinking i want to try something i want to read something different i want to do something different to keep me occupied what would you recommend and then that could be like a whole nother thing because not a lot of the times i would just speak, speak to my friends and be like oh hey hey talbs you know how are you by the way, what book are you reading? Like, it's not something that really comes up often. I think that can be 
like a good thing just to get in contact with a friend and then get a recommendation for like a book or even maybe not even a book, maybe a TV series. Because, you know, as much as maybe me or you might not watch as much TV as the next person, some people do really enjoy it. And there might be some series that have come out this year that people might recommend to other people. I know there's been a whole bunch on Netflix. I mean, we spoke about a few of them, you know, as much as some of the stuff we don't we don't like watching as much, you know, the Michael Jordan documentary, Tiger King, that was all stuff like big things for everyone. And there's, I'm sure hundreds of other TV series that I haven't watched that I would enjoy that maybe one of my friends has seen that they can recommend to you. Definitely. I mean, just, just the simple fact of, you know, reaching out to someone. I mean, it could be that you haven't spoken to them for years, you know, that because, you know, that text message could be, or whatever kind of message it would be, you know, that could be the first message that that person's received. You know, I think, and I think that's what's been fantastic about lockdown. I think really one of the positives um, things about it is people actually reaching out to people, you know, because they can't see people or, you know, they're thinking about things differently now and they're sort of saying, well, you know, I, you know, oh, I haven't spoken to so-and-so for a long time. I wonder how they're doing. And I think that act of, you know, reaching out really shows people that, you're there for them, you know, even if it's, you know, three, four, five, six years down the line that you haven't spoken, I think that engagement, um, you know, will really help some people. So, yeah, if you can, definitely reach out to people that you haven't, uh, that you haven't maybe spoken to for a while um, and just see how they are. You know, it doesn't have to be a long conversation, just a text message, hey, how are you? If they don't reply, don't take any offence with it, but at least you've done the right thing and checking up and making sure they're all right. So, yeah, definitely reach out 100%, 100%. Like you say, even if they don't reply, you know, maybe they're going through something, maybe you should send them another message, just say, hey, you're okay, no pressure, this kind of, you know, people people get bored. People, some people are busy during lockdown, you know, some people are still working from home and have, you know, kept themselves busy. They might have, you know, a lockdown routine they follow themselves on. So I think that's one thing I would say, is just have, if you've got a routine, you know, stay in that routine, follow that routine. If you're strict with it, you know, the the benefits, I think, massively outweigh sort of having a scattered routine, you know, going to bed at a certain time of night, waking up at a certain time in the morning. You know, I was a big follower the first couple of lockdowns of, I would try and go to bed like relatively early and then I'd try and get up and eat the same thing, go on exercise. I got really into yoga. That was one thing, funny thing I just got into doing at the beginning of the first couple of lockdowns. You know, it was like I would wake up, I'd have my breakfast, I'd do like half hour of yoga, then I'd go on a run. That would be like me starting off my day right, you know. Some people might not be able to do that. They might have a routine that means they get up and then they go straight in to do something to do with work or what have you. But, you know, just find a routine that works for you and try and stick to it because I feel like it gives you that kind of semblance of normality that can get you, you know through the next few weeks until hopefully everything goes back to some kind of uh, some kind of normality very wise words there Gil very wise words so basically what we're going to do now guys we're going to have a quick break and Perfect. then we're going to see you back in part two we are back we are back we are back we are back Right, let's kick things straight back with George with the GNC hours, top three tips for surviving lockdown. This is what we think you should do to help the time pass quicker, help embrace, you know, new beginnings, you know, keep your mind at ease, 
all that kind of stuff. This is what we think we should be. I'm going to kick this off and I am going to say my top tip and our top tip is goal setting. I think, as I said before, no matter what field you want to do this in, goal set, have a target, have something to look forward to because as people all over the world will be feeling, all the days are rolling into one. So if you have something that you want to achieve, um, you know, on a daily basis, weekly basis, do it because it will help structure. Um, and yeah, it will just keep your, keep your mind active and, and keep your mind in check. A hundred percent. So go on then, give me an example of some goals you've set yourself, George, through lockdown, whether it be this one or the last one that you think's helped you get you through. Um, so for this lockdown is to average 10,000 steps. Um, I'm carrying my phone everywhere at the minute and I literally mean everywhere. Um, and I'm really trying hard to hit those 10,000 steps. I've not missed a day where I haven't done it. Um, however, it has gone down to the wire at like 11 o'clock at night, heading off to bed. And I'm thinking, oh, I've only done 9,500 steps. So I'll do a quick lap, quick couple of laps around the house, just so I know I'm getting that 10,000 steps. Because I feel that if I miss it, it's really going to bug me. Um, and yeah, I have to stick to that. So definitely my 10,000 steps um, has been a that's big a good help e- for that's me. That's a good effort from you, 10,000 steps. Because some like I'll go out on, I, I do runs pretty regularly and I said do like six, seven K. And some days I don't even hit 10,000 steps after doing that. So for you to do that, that's decent from you, especially if you're big legs. Yeah. So usually like I'll, me and my mum will go out for a walk and uh, we'll do the same walk, same mileage, everything. And my mum will do like 10,500 steps. And then I come in and I've done like 8,600. And I'm like, are you kidding me? We've done the same, we've done the same route, the same mileage, but because I've got gigantic stride, it's, um, yeah, it's killing me and it bugs the hell out of me. I hate it. Hate it. So I have to go out again and do another little bit. Yeah, 100%. I'd say for me, there was two when i did the month of doing the push-ups so i do like 100 push-ups a day that was a cool thing just to challenge yourself to do that at the start i was thinking jesus i don't know what i got myself in for here but i think it's nice just you know you can split it up do 20s you can do 10 push-ups you know 10 times just split it up however you want in manageable bites just you know to get yourself doing something each day or whether that be you know i've got an apple watch and i like religiously want, will hit my rings kind of every day and it like bugs me if i don't do that which means it keeps me active so that's one thing i'd say so tip number one for the from the gt hour set yourself goals tip number two i'd say i can't understate it enough just have, try and get yourself into a routine you know whether that be getting up in the morning eating a certain thing for breakfast that like gives you energy whether that be like a healthy breakfast you know fruit whatever it is you know try and try and stick to a routine and then do a bit of exercise or do something active or try and set yourself an hour a day at the similar time each day you know to try and get yourself doing something whether that be going out on a walk in the morning or going out on a walk after work or going out on a walk for lunch just try and get yourself in a routine of doing certain things each day that will sort of break up the day for you where you can target towards it you can build around it and you can kind of set yourself that routine so the days just start to fall like dominoes and it it really does sort of make the days go so much quicker for you so how have you sort of in the lockdown Gil, how have you sort of managed to get that routine for, because people may struggle you know 
trying to find that routine. So what were the sort of the starting steps that you did to sort of take to, to make sure you well, got, I got really into running. So my thing was literally I'd get up in the morning, I'd have my breakfast, I'd do like a tiny bit of yoga or stretching out or whatever. And then I'd go on my run. And when I got back, I would already by that point, I got back and it's like sort of like half 10, 11, 12, sometimes in the morning. And you've already got half the day gone by that point And you're feeling good. You know, you've done your exercise. And I feel like having just, you know, the healthy body, healthy mind, it kind of all balances up. So once you've done that bit of exercise, it's in your head that you want to kind of be healthy the rest of the day. So then you eat better, you know, focus more, that kind of thing. And once half the day, I feel like is done, then the rest of the day kind of takes care of itself. So I say just baby steps, find something that works for you. You know, I found for me that get up in the morning doing that and then it would kind of, the rest of the day would just fall into place. So just find some kind of routine that works for you and then try and stick to it. You know, try not to have these drastic late nights or uh, like late morning starts or what have you. Just try and keep some kind of normality going. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a key bit that you said there, Gil, is keeping it up because, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I find that in the second week, that's sort of when I start to deviate a bit from the routine. You know, I start to cut corners maybe. So how would you sort of, you know, get across to people that, you know, sticking to the routine is a good thing um, and, you know, keeping what you're doing um, is going to benefit you in the long run? Because I know sometimes, you know, from past experience, you sort of, you're doing something and then, either you're not seeing results or you don't feel it's working, but you know, in the long run, it's, it's going to be beneficial, but in the short run, it's not looking like it. So how would you sort of keep that motivation going to keep, uh, to keep with the routine? I think it just depends on the person, you know, for me, um, whether it be seeing results straight away, I mean, I'm not someone that kind of, you know, sees results straight away. I feel like I build up into it. And once I get into the routine, then I start seeing the results and then it's, starts you know backing you more to continue with what you're doing but I mean I think I think it's just important to not put too much pressure on yourself you know even if you don't start seeing the results straight away that you want kind of thing you know keep going because the results will come as long as you're sticking to it and you're not kind of having these outrageous cheat days or like taking the mick too much with what you're trying to do you know the results will come I think it's just important to keep going, remind yourself why you wanted to do this, remind yourself, you know, that at the end of the, at the end of this lockdown time, do you want to look back and think like, oh, I couldn't tell you what I did or I started with just even like 30 days, 30 days, challenge yourself for one month to do a certain thing. You know, I did one piece of exercise every day for a month and I started that in my routine and now I can't even see, I can't see myself do it going day without doing that kind of thing. You know, or whether it be five times a week, you do something or, well, it doesn't, it doesn't even have to be like an exercise thing. Like, oh, each day I, like you said, read, read a part of a, a book or I like did this minuscule thing to keep myself in a routine each day. And that for me is built on when you come out of lockdown, then you can kind of look back and think, you know what? It was crap. I wish I didn't have to go for it, but I did um, because I went through it and I, you know, I can look back and say, you know what? Even though it was crap, I did this thing. I started this routine off and, and I'm better for it. Yeah, absolutely. I think the mindset is make sure you're coming out of this lockdown thinking I actually did something instead of just letting it go away. So our second top tip is create a routine and try and stick with it as best as you can. Now, our third top tip and something that I haven't done necessarily, um, but 
after we discuss what our top tips would be, I think I may give this a go. And that is trying something new. Um, you know, I think it is amazing when you get into something um, and that you haven't done before. Um, and, you know, and you feel a sense of fulfillment from it. Um, I've tried desperately to get my hands um, into cooking. Um, I'm completely dispassionate about cooking. I hate it. Why am I spending an hour making something when it takes me two seconds to eat it? <laughs> I don't understand. I couldn't be a chef whatsoever. So, you know, massive, you know, I don't know. How, I don't know how to describe chefs. They're just amazing what they do. Um, but yeah, trying to get into something new, I found difficult. I'm not sure about you, Gil, but, um, but yeah, what can we, what can we advise the listeners in how to get something? You know, it's funny. It's so funny you went for cooking because I was genuinely going to say that the the one thing I've started to do a lot more is cooking. So I wouldn't call myself a chef by any means though, but I feel like it's, it's, uh, it's an underrated like life skill, I'd say, because, you know, when you, when you go off to uni, most people can't really cook. I'd go as far to say, I'd go as far to say most people realistically, this, the average skill level of people going off to uni or like around like 18, 19, they can whack some nuggets in the fr- in the oven and that's like the level of cooking. Maybe some people can make, you know, a spaghetti bolognese with whacking the meat in and then whacking some sauce in and, and cooking some pasta. But I say take the time to like pick up something new. For me, it was cooking. Um, I... I wouldn't say like passionate about like cooking or what have you, but I'm learning to like enjoy it a lot more. And I feel like it is a very rewarding process. Like you say, it is funny though, when you spend an hour cooking and then you like, well, I don't quite eat in two minutes like you, big. But uh, yeah, it is gone. It is gone a lot quicker than it takes to make it. But I feel like as well, you get the respect for like people that can make these like ridiculously nice foods and they, they can cook just certain things so well, you know, um, whether it be fish or whether it be meats or whether it be veg or whether it be like whatever. Some people are just crazy good sh- chefs. I don't know about you, if you've ever watched MasterChef or anything, but I started watching some MasterChef in like the in between like lockdown two and three. While I was watching MasterChef with my girlfriend and oh my God, some of the stuff that gets plated up, I'm sitting there thinking, I don't even know what that is. Like, I don't even know what food that is. Like, how has he even gone about that? So getting myself involved in a bit of cooking is something that I've kind of found not a passion for, but I'm starting to enjoy a lot more. Yeah, see, I've definitely struggled getting in on the the cooking front. It's just something that I think I will be, I can cook, I, I can cook basic things. Um, but yeah, putting some of those dishes that they do on like the MasterChef stuff, I mean, it's it's mind blowing. Um, you know, I don't know how, you know, how you can be so creative with, you know, with food. It's to me, it's you know, it's unfathomable. I I can't process that. My brain's not there um, to process that. But yeah, I think a lot of people um, have definitely got into cooking this lockdown. Um, but also I know a few people that have got into, like they've started musical instruments, which is another good one. Um, I, I used to play guitar. Um, and I, I've still got my old guitar. So sometimes I'll, you know, I'll pick that up and see if I can remember a few tunes. Usually sounds like cats being swung. But, um, but yeah, you know, just trying something, you know, it can be like trying a musical instrument. Like you said, it could be trying you know, even if you are a good cook, you know, trying different recipes, um, trying different flavors and stuff like that. 
Um, yeah, so definitely um, along the lines of you know picking up something new is is definitely uh, is definitely it's, a, uh, do you know a good what? It's thing funny to do, though, isn't it? Like cooking in and instruments and that kind of thing. Like I tried to get into playing the piano at the start of lockdown, and I got and I you know got as far as I got in like about a few weeks, and then I kind of got bored of it because I stopped seeing the rapid progression. But I feel like a lot of people have picked up the same things because for a lot of people, like going out to eat you know, or going out to socialise, whether it be drinking or eating, that kind of thing was like a big hobby. So having that taken away, a lot of people will have had that like cuisine itch almost taken away from them. So, I mean, what's what's your favourite cuisine, Big? And what would you, if you were going out, you were like, oh, let's meet at like this restaurant or say me and you are going out, where are you recommending us to go and eat? Where where are the top like places in terms of like cuisine? What are you, what are you going for? I mean, that is a question for the ages. <laughs> that I mean, that's basically asking what is the meaning of life. All right, give me, top, so give me three answers. right off the top of your head. That you... No, I no, can't do three. Right. I'll have to give you well, five, give me five, ten, maybe. Off the top of your head, there's got to be some that stick out. I would go... Uh, so, to be fair, I, yeah. I love pub grub. I love, I love a good hearty pie, um, sausage and mash. Um, uh, like, that's... Like that a gastro-pub kind pub, of like, experience, mean, yeah. Yeah, something like that. But then also, oh, I love yeah. sushi, Mexican, um, and then oh, I mean, get me some fish yeah. tacos any days. Pizza, um, and then I love some yeah, pizza with Italian. Get me some Chinese, Indian. But, um, I like the Mediterranean diet. Anything. So, <laughs> so Big has gone for a few, quite a few there. But do you know what I mean by that is, for like anyone can cook these things, or maybe not anyone, but anyone can try and cook these things. So. Whether that be pick, trying to cook like a Mexican dish once a week or trying to, even if you had like one night a week where you did like a different cuisine. I know one of my friends, she, um, her family, each person cooks a different meal each night and they try and like have different nationality, like different national delicacies each night. And I think, you know, they've probably got quite a high level of cooking in their household to experiment with Romanian and Danish and Scandinavian food and what have you. It doesn't have to be quite that extreme, but, you know, maybe some people want to cook some Mexican food one night and then the next night is pizza night and then the next night is I don't know taco night whatever because I know in the US they have a lot of not theme night but do you know what I mean like they have like a routine to it and they'll be like it'll be like taco Tuesday or what have you whereas over here it's not quite as much it's more so like you'd have a roast on the weekend kind of or you'd have a roast on like a Saturday or Sunday or whatever so I think a lot of people have um can take the opportunity while they're not eating their favorite cuisine to try and pick up the skills i'd say so for me two dishes i've like i've learned to cook whether it be just before lockdown or during lockdown i make this banging coconut lentil curry which honestly big enough to make it i'll have to make it for you at some point because it bangs it is so good for you and it tastes just like one i've had at a really really nice restaurant in london called dishoom it's like a really, really peng Indian restaurant. I don't know if you've been before, but I make a lentil curry in it, bang. So I have to make you that. Oh, mate, I'm heading over to the Gill household with, I think, uh, most of the listeners. For this, uh, lentil <laughs> and then curry. I make, I've made this fish enconcado thing. It's like a, it, it's kind of like a fish curry, but not really. It's like white fish with like a smoked paprika, tomatoey sauce. You have it with rice, bangs as well, you know? So... G Gill has been chefing up the gaff with his 
with his meals. But do you know what the funniest thing as well is? Is that I cook these meals, Biggin, and I am disrespected so much by those in my house. Honestly, my siblings do not understand the, the, the how lucky they are to have me cook these foods for them because they are the fussiest people in the world. And most of the time they'll try, like to be fair, most of the time they'll try it. But because they're so fussy, they're like, oh, I don't really like that. I'd rather have the, I'd rather have like fish and chips. I'd rather have like chicken nuggets or some crap like that. I'd say that my sister's the best in that she's like, she'll eat it if I cook it. But Jesus, well, some of my siblings, especially Ben and Samuel, like honestly, shocking from them. And I know it, may, it might make it sound like they're not, they're not banging, but the rest of my family eat it. My mum and dad will, will eat it. I know um, like, half my household <laughs> at least and the other half won't eat it because they're so fussy that they don't eat anything yeah see i'm completely opposite that's why it's so difficult for me when people ask me oh what do you like what's your favorite cuisine or where do you want to go out to eat because there's only three things i won't eat that's cauliflower mushrooms and tomatoes is it raw, just raw that's tomatoes it. though do you not mind cooked tomatoes Oh, it de- it depends. It depends on it depends on the quantity. Uh-huh. Would you would you pull a tomato out of a burger then? Okay. Oh yeah, what about, absolutely. But if it's in like a if it's like a tomato pasta and it's like cooked tomatoes, but they've been like reduced down so they're a bit mushy, you'd eat them in there. Oh no! Really? No, absolutely do you, do, not. Do you no, like tomato sauces? No, stuff, I like really tomato don't. Tomato pasta sauces. Yeah, yeah. See, I have this. I have this argument. No, it's, no, it's, it's not, not the same, same yeah. okay? No, I'm with you. It is not the same. So, yeah. Yeah, so like the tomato sauces, tomato purees and stuff like that, I, I can eat. But actual having like physical tomatoes in there, for me, is just a no-go. Mushrooms I can have if they're like minimal and they've been charred to fuck. <laughs> then I will have them. And then cauliflower is just a no-go. Interesting. Yeah, I'm the same in that there's like a very small number of foods that i don't eat other than the obvious other than me not eating meat you know like at the moment i'm just living my veggie slash pescatarian life but other than that like there's very few foods that i'll like be like oh i'm not eating that like i think what's on my list olives i don't like olives but but that's but that's like Get a negative a- like affirmation for me in that I was really ill after I had olives, so I just have that link in my head so i can't eat them it just makes me like gag thinking about the taste of an olive it's not that I didn't like them because I did like them at some point, but then I just have this thing in my head that I just can't eat an olive. What else is it? Like, no, that's it really, genuinely. Like, olives is like the only thing that I'm like fussy about. But I want to take this to another place, George. So, what would you, what do you think that the top hobbies learned during lockdown are? We've gone with cooking. That's one thing I think that is like a top hobby. I've Googled it, by the way. So I've got a list in front of me of the top 10 hobbies learned. I want to, I want to give you a couple of seconds just to have a, like a few guesses. There's quite a few on here and we've mentioned a few throughout our podcast. So see if you can see if you can guess a couple for me. So I'm going to say I'm going to go with musical instrument. I think that has to be up there. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd give you that. Yeah, yeah, I'd give you that on the list. And then I think exercise, because I think more people now, because it, it's weird, because the human psyche is when you're told not to do something or when something's not you can't do, we automatically want to do it. So I'm going to say exercise, because gyms are closed and we're limited in our exercise that we can do. We want to push that as far as we can. So I'm going to say exercise is up there, because I've seen more people exercise now than I have done, you know, Okay, I want to give you that as well. They haven't got like directly exercise, but they've got like yoga, 
meditating and mindfulness and they've got dancing on there so these oh that's all that's yeah all exactly um so musical instrument exercise um yeah that's on reading there, number four maybe i'll give you that number four uh, um what else oh, so another there? one is similar to cooking it's not uh, cooking it it's it's got a, it's got a tv program um Yes, exactly. Baking. Bacon's on there. And then I'll give you the other ones because they're a bit harder. Gardening, people have picked up a lot, apparently. Knitting. Yeah, I've picked up quite a lot of gardening. Yeah, we've been gardening, Bigan. Yeah, oh, mate, yeah, I've been gardening quite a lot. Just sort of getting, um, you know, just sort of getting the plants in for the winter. Um, we sort of before, like in the middle, uh, just before Christmas, that sort of between second and third lockdown, uh, we went to the garden centre, we bought all winter plants um yeah sort of like the first lockdown i was mowing the grass a lot i was yeah i got really inspired well i've always been a big gardener i've always enjoyed it and that comes from like my granddad you know he was a big gardener so uh so yeah i've always enjoyed gardening but definitely sort of especially when the weather was nice um it was nice just to get out in the you know in the fresh air and just sort of you know potter around a bit i can definitely see you gardening big and i'll be honest see you on your on your knees in the flower bed you know checking your you know, plants and your flowers and roses and all that are doing well. We are the people's podcast. We are doing it for the people, by the exactly. people. Exactly. So let me bring up the most recent story. Let's have a look at the responses. So we've got from some people. So um, some someone said they've listened to a lot of music. What about you, Big? And have you listened to a lot of music this lockdown? Um, yeah, I've been listening to a few playlists, um, which has been nice. Um, no specific, um, you know, I've not really been actively looking for music, but if music comes my way, I'm happy to listen to it. But yeah, I think music's essential to get through anything, whether it's lockdown or just, you know, just general life. Yeah, they have music. gone with, they've said that they have been listening to the Kid Leroy. I don't know if you know that is big, but I will bang that drum, the Kid Leroy unreal artist i love his latest album that he's come up with and also absolute juice masterclass world. i mean yeah i mean juice world is is juice world r.i.p um but yeah uh, you know anything um i think that's i think that's a great uh shout for getting through lockdown those two so someone else has also said pick up hobbies backing up our point they i believe i would say their hobbies are music so they've gotten into music whether that be creating music or listening to music you know keeping yourself occupied i think is a big thing just you know staying busy yeah definitely keep that mind active you know don't get stuck in stuck in like a little rut where you're thinking oh i don't know what to do um and stuff like that yeah just keep your mind active you know i'm not being funny but you know download scrabble just do it download scrabble it's my favorite game so just do it you know keep your mind active do like um my, I mean, you know, you're you're sat there with your phone, you know, download some like crossword puzzles or whatever, you know, just keep your brain active because you want to come out of this healthier than when you went in it. And I think that is a, that is a key. 100% big and 100%. Um, yeah, I think I think one listener said um, reaching out to friends, you know, surrounding yourself with with great people. Um you know, I think I think that's that's really important. You know, surround yourself with good people. Um, yeah, and just try and because we're all in the same boat. No one's different to anyone else. So you know, just try and get together and because I know I don't know now, but I I know the first lockdown there was a lot of like Zoom quizzes going on and stuff like that. So, but I've not heard many of those in lockdown three. So you know, maybe start up a Zoom quiz again or 
you know, do something, have like a night out with your mates, you know, over Zoom or FaceTime or whatever, you know, try and be as social as possible, I think is, I think is a good one as well. And then someone also said that they have been smashing TikTok and doing some cooking. So, you know, I feel like our listeners are very much taking after ourselves and that they've been looking after themselves in the kitchen and also looking after their mental health by smashing i don't know about you have you got tiktok on your phone i can't imagine you do be again no i refuse to uh, download tiktok because i you know <laughs> i consider it a poor man's vine um so yeah and to be honest that's that's just something that i'm i i do not do you know what, i will say that i will say that stuff like that i have it's been really TikTok TikTok and it does sync time so if you want to just pass the time i think you can sit on that for hours so i don't blame some people yeah exactly i mean if you're just sitting there and you know you've you can't find anything to do i'm sure it's a it's a great way to um to pass the yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know ITV and a few others, you know, they've got that uh, Get Britain Talking thing. So we're completely behind that. But yeah, if you're if you're listening to this, you want a quick chat, just follow us. Give us a message at the GNT Hour on Instagram. Um, yeah, and just sort of uh, we look forward to hearing from you and just uh, keep going, guys. I'm sure it won't last forever. Exactly. And I think over the next few weeks, we'll we start in a few different segments on the podcast i know there was one that we had right at the start well once you've got a bit more established you wanted to get up a um, advice section so we might kick that off in a few weeks time keep an eye out on the on the gnt hour insta page for that but other than that thanks to everyone for listening this week um thanks for you know following and thanks for listening every week we appreciate you all so much and we will speak to you again soon see you next friday